the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hello. Good afternoon to you. Thanks for coming along. Another glorious day here in western Pennsylvania. I like that. Hello. Yes. Hello to you. <laughs> hello. I, hello, I, Chrissy. Well, I, I hello, am, John. I am greeting. Hello. Hello to you. Hello. Right? Hello to you as well. Uh, when you do a, um, a greeting on your email, do, yes. you say, do you say hello? No. What do you say? Dear? I, no, I don't say anything. I say... How about a text? What, do you say hello on the text? No, never. You don't say hi? No. Well, I do that all the time. Do you do you are you do you feel like I treat you cheaply? No, no, because you know no. But if it's like someone, like uh, I was going to. Oh, send... well, if it's someone I don't talk too often, like if it's someone I'm texting for the first time, I say hi. This is Kathy Emmons. Right. I'm not going to. Or I'm going to send a text to someone like, like Jerry Boyer. Hi, Jerry. Yeah, hi. I would do that. Yeah, oh, okay. I mean, if, right, fine. yeah, I mean, I'm not going to say I'm not going to launch right into a conversation with Jerry because we talk to him once a month. Right. Sometimes more than that, but usually once a Hello. month. Hello. But if it's Christy, I'm not going to say hi, Christy. Christy, hello. Hello, Christy. How are you? <laughs> well, hello. I mean, how are you? But, you? but see, in real life, though, you do that. So why wouldn't you do that in a text? Because hey, Christy, I'm gonna, right? Hey, to me, a te- to me is a text. We're cutting out anything extraneous. You are <laughs> <laughs> just you. I, I guess extraneous. I guess that's what it so, is. So no little niceties. No, I don't. Greetings. I don't. Hello no. there. Hmm. I, I don't know. I don't, if, if you guys feel like I need to reconsider that option. No, I'm just I'm, different strokes, right? Everybody has their way that they approach because there's no like like there's like no mis etiquette for for text, are there? I guess there are, but you know. What Christy, I mean? do you feel like oh, I've treated you cheaply? No, I don't feel that way. Okay. Wait, is there t- is there text that because you know a while ago, right? My kids were saying, "Dad, don't use the period in your text because it comes comes off as aggressive." <laughs> It's aggressive. Oh, sorry. It comes off as aggressive. aggressive. So then I have to like sort of retrain myself. I finish a sentence and go, okay, then don't put anything there. Or sometimes I put a hyphen, which I think, okay, maybe that's not aggressive, but that might just look confusing. I call it a dash. A dash. I call it a hyphen. I use a dash a lot. I like the dash. I think a dash is underused. I I mean, even in like formal writing, I use a dash. Oh, really? Even in formal writing? Uh I do. I think I think it's a good punctuation method that people don't utilize as much as they should. I I like to use the dash, but I often feel guilty about using the dash. Why? Because you feel like it's less than. I am no, cheapening it's the not, conversation. No, you're not. No, no, it's it's it has it has it tells has you. technique behind it. Huh? The technique mm-hmm. really. It's my opinion on it, of course. It tells you something about my psychological condition when I'm feeling all guilty a, about using it. All of a sudden, a dash. it's like strunk and white. The elements of style, here, four to six. Right. Well, I mean, we could use some of that. I, right? Yes. Have you seen people's writing? Are, are you very, I try to be very, very careful in my communication. Me too. Right? I mean, other times, because, you know, mm-hmm. don't you hate, this is, don't, do you dislike it so much when you send a text 
And then you realize that you've screwed it up. Yes. There's no getting it back. I hate that so much. And then you have to like go back and try to re... I meant to say or... Right. Ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yep. In the new iPhone update in September, they're apparently adding an edit button. Oh, oh I love that. To edit to after edit. the text has been sent. Yep. Oh, that is excellent. I think that is... It's about time. A very nice move mm-hmm. forward. Very, very good. I really do. Wish you had an edit button in life. Yeah. Wouldn't that, wouldn't that be nice to have an edit? Just go back and I redo. guess that's why you say you're sorry. You apologize as your edit button. Right. There's something right? called repentance. Forgive me. Sure. Right. <laughs> the repentance edit button. I've heard it talked about. All right. Anyway, hi. Hi. Good to see you. Yeah. Well. Happy to see you. I'm just about to read the top four, and I realized that I have June 8th on my... Uh, it's not June 8th. <laughs> nope. You wished it was June 8th. Right, but it's not. Because this month has gone by so, so fast. blistering. So fast. Blistering. I know. Christy's going, no, she does not want it to be June 8th. I'm going on vacation next week. I do not want to be June 8th. We'd be delaying her. Enjoy. I wish it was May 1st. Yeah. Right? I'd go Mm -hmm. back to May 1st again. Yeah. I'm clicking my heels. Right. Hi. Hey, May 1st. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, sorry. I'm just kind of fooling around here. It's all right. What about the news for the day, Kat? I have some things, John. All right. Without further ado, then please give us the top four at four. I have four things. Four? Yeah. Wait. wait. (laughs) The top four at four. Number one. For Tuesday, June 28th. Hmm. 2022. Hi. Hi. Legislation introduced at Pittsburgh City Council today aims to protect abortion in the city, even if it would at some point become restricted statewide. City Councilman Bobby Wilson sponsored three related bills um, hours after the overruling of Roe versus Wade. Uh, the decision clears the way, of course, for states to enact their own abortion laws. But Wilson said he wants to pass measures in Pittsburgh that ensure abortion remains accessible in the city even if the state goes against it. Um, the first measure would instruct the city's police department to deprioritize enforcement. The second measure would regulate, quote, deceptive advertising by yeah, crisis yeah, yeah. pregnancy centers. Because you know them. The third piece of legislation would attempt to shield abortion providers in Pittsburgh from out-of-state investigation or prosecution. Um, Greer Donnelly, a law professor at Pitt, said about half of states are expected to ban abortions. Some states have already signaled they are interested in prosecuting health care providers offering abortions to their residents in other states. Quote, Pittsburgh is going to be a haven for abortion care in the region, she said. That really leaves our abortion providers fairly vulnerable. So it's up to us to try to do everything we can to protect the people providing vital care. It's from today's trip. Pittsburgh's going to be a haven for abortion care. There's the casinos. Number two. Ghislaine Maxwell was sentenced today to 20 years in prison for helping Jeffrey Epstein sexually abuse underage girls for at least a decade between the 1990s and 2000s. The British former socialite whose late father rose to prominence in the UK as a media baron and member of parliament faced a district court hearing in Manhattan that lasted several hours from late morning until mid-afternoon. Bobby Sternheim, Maxwell's defense lawyer, I was going to say attorney, I guess it doesn't matter, requested her transfer to a women's prison in Danbury, Connecticut, along with her enrollment in a family-initiated treatment program to address past trauma. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't it be helpful, restitution-wise, for her to address the trauma that she inflicted on <laughs> yeah. other people? I mean, clearly she does need some therapy. She so. does, yeah. Uh, uh. Number three. This is interesting. John Ernst and Young cheated on the ethics section of the certified public accountant exam. 
Did you hear about this? No. And withheld evidence of the behavior from regulators, according to the SEC. This is a gigantic no accounting firm. The SEC has fined Ernst & Young $100 million, mm. the largest penalty ever for an accounting firm. Wow. Yes. Beyond breaking accounting rules, the company hindered the agency's probe of the misconduct by withholding information from mm. the SEC. Greer Gruel, director of the SEC's Enforcement Division, said this. It is simply outrageous that the very professionals responsible for catching cheating by clients cheated on their own ethics exams. Wow. Wow. That's from CBS News. And number four, Target is scheduled to open in the old Kaufman's building in downtown Pittsburgh next month. Grand opening slated for July 17th. 22,000 square feet. Um, more details will be coming later. Target is based in Minneapolis. Did you know that? I did not. No, I did not. Um, the new store opening in an Art Deco building that Target architect Doug Bartolomeo referred to as a, quote, retail masterpiece. And don't forget the 108-year-old bronze Kaufman's clock that will be preserved outside. And that is your top four at four. What are your feelings? I, I, I don't think I'd be any any big hurry to go to the target you know when you go into a former place that you revered yes, right which and is, it becomes which is how you and i both felt about kaufman yes and it's become something else it's going to be very strange to walk i mean in those target doors. i love target but target is utilitarian yeah and it's extreme mm-hmm. well kaufman's was elegant yes kaufman's was beautifully baroque in places it and be very high Art end deco in other places and Good 1950s and other places. Yeah. I mean, that, but it certainly wasn't utilitarian. No, but good for downtown. That yeah, it does I'm, have I'm a target, glad it's nice. right? That's right. That's a good use of the building. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if Kaufman's is gone, so you can only live on memories for so long. So it's not going to be the Target Clock. It will not be. No. Hi. 101.5 WORD. Plan now to join Word FM Tuesday, August 16th aboard the Gateway Clippers Empress for another fabulous dinner cruise. From 6.30 to 9, relax in the company of fellow believers as you enjoy a fantastic dinner buffet, music, and stunning views of the city skyline. The ride homes John and Kathy will be your cruise directors for this amazing night sponsored by Trinity Jewelers. Don't miss the boat. Last year's event completely sold out. Reserve now at wordfm.com slash dinner cruise. The word around town is that Pittsburgh homeowners are choosing doing it right when it comes to their roofing, siding, and remodeling projects. That's because since 1984, doing it right roofing, siding, remodeling continues to set the bar through clear communication and an installation that's second to none. Doing It Right employs only the most experienced professionals to install and oversee your project. They'll stop at nothing to ensure your satisfaction. Doing business honestly, taking no money down and no payment until the job is complete. Doing It Right will ensure all work is installed to the industry's highest standards, then back it all up with their lifetime workmanship warranty. As a prestigious, multi-award-winning Owens Corning Platinum Contractor, as well as a VSI-certified installation contractor, you can't go wrong with Doing It Right. Mention Johnny Kathy for a discount off your estimate. Call 724-NEW-ROOF for a free project evaluation or visit roofingcontractorpittsburgh.com. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshares. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, well, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, founder and CEO of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. And the process started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. 
Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. Sounds crazy, right? Well, the crazy thing is this never ends. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. I guarantee if we can't cancel your timeshare, you'll pay nothing. Were you lied to when buying a timeshare and want out? Get the facts about timeshare cancellation. Call Wesley now for your free information kit. 800-691-9999. 800-691-9999. I love seeing the transformation of a smile. There's a reason patients love Dr. Megan Stock. Voted Pittsburgh Trib's best of the best dentist in northern Allegheny County for the second year in a row. You don't have to do full mouth rehabilitation to really transform a patient's life for a patient to be able to smile confidently and be happy with their own smile. Exceptional dentistry meets compassionate care. Stock Family Dentistry, Perry Highway in Wexford at StockFamilyDentistry.com. I got some mosquito bites. I mean, <laughs> Kath went out during the break and got myself a little Vaseline. I never. I mean, knew... not like I went out, like I went to CVS or something. <laughs> I went to my office. Yeah, <laughs> I've, I've never heard of Vaseline as a, as a uh, panacea for a uh, mosquito bite. Vaseline makes everything better. Okay. Whatever. This is the joke in my family. When my kids were growing up, no matter what was wrong with them, <laughs> Vaseline. It did. I was like, put some Vaseline on it. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Well, seriously, I could take a bat. I got so many. Mis- I have so many mis- mosquito bites on me. Yeah, well, that's that's what why. The heck? Look here, it's oh, it's days. almost like today's program sponsored by brought by to Vaseline. you by by itchy itchy mosquito bites mm-hmm. and Vaseline. That's right. Michelle Van Loon is with us. now. Michelle Van Loon is, is a regular guest and on our show. talks to us from Florida, so she has to know her way around a mosquito bite. Oh, Michelle, uh, welcome. I do. You do. <laughs> what is your uh, what is your relationship with mosquito bites? I mean, are there? Do you often have um, them? I have a very um, intimate relationship mm, with mm. mosquitoes yeah. because I can be in a group of 10 people and I will be the one that they dine on. What is like that? my husband will often be sitting right next to me. He will get zero mosquito bites and I will come in the house with 17 of them. The so, uh-huh. I'm, you know, and this Vaseline idea yes. that you are are mm-hmm. pushing here yes, uh-huh. um, is only a couple steps removed from the Windex cure found in the movie My Big Fat Greek Wedding. <laughs> just so you know. Well, so you're saying that maybe people Very are close. maybe people are going to be rushing out to purchase it so right. that they would help with their. It, it's, it's not really. It doesn't do the trick. Is that what you're saying, Michelle? <laughs> well, no. It does. It does make it. Um, a little slicker to be able to scratch more freely. Maybe. Oh, sure. oh, that's I it. I just want John to I'm be able to scratch sure freely. That's what oh, heck. About. Heck, I thought I was going to feel better here during, while you were with us. I mean, we're not Pharisees, right? <laughs> no, we're not like those <laughs> people. No, the Pharisees. No. Those people, those yes. other people. They're, they're the bad guys. But, uh, yeah, so we turn our attention maybe to something that has to do with, you know, something other than mosquito bites and Pharisees and treatments. Uh, Michelle, we'll make it fit. We'll make it fit. <laughs> Michelle, you were writing about uh, the 23rd chapter of Matthew. Um, and it's a rough place in scripture. Talk to us about it. It is a rough place. And when we hear the word Pharisees, we tend to go to those people, those religious people over there, I'm not one of them mm. um, that, you know, they're kind of used as the 
pinata the whipping boy for um really terrible behavior and we can kind of glean that from what Jesus has to say about them and to them. Part of our struggle when we read scripture is that we see these words on the page. Most of us are reading the Bible. We may hear it read in church or in a Bible study, but we're just mostly interacting with these two-dimensional words. We don't have tone. We're often missing um, a fuller context. And, you know, I, I am here to say that Matthew 23, which is, um, it contains a passage that um, kind of goes through a, a laundry list of woe to you, Pharisees, woe to you, woe to you. It's not exactly um, a hallmark of Valentine. It does not read that way. Yeah. When you call someone a brood of vipers, not a valentine Mm -hmm. but i think today um what happens when we either first come to faith or um if we have gone through a hard time or a time of suffering we may recognize that we need help um jesus recognized in the pharisees that they had long eclipsed the idea of needing help, most of them. Um, And interestingly, his words, which were the harshest or or strongest, I don't know if harsh is actually the right word. You know, when you think about the main religious movements of his day um, in the Jewish community, the Pharisees, the, the religious guys, the rabbis, the Sadducees, they kind of interacted with the government and they were not, they they didn't see supernatural work of God as something that had anything to do with their time or their lives. The zealots that just wanted to overthrow the government and install their own government, make Jerusalem great again. And the Essenes who were, who went out into the desert and lived a very, separate kind of life. The the group that Jesus was most kind of um, had the most affinity for was were the Pharisees. And because of that, not despite that, I think that his really strong words in Matthew 23 um, need to be taken maybe in a different way. Hmm. I think that Matthew 23 is full of good news, even though he is calling them you really? know, brood of vipers really? and hypocrites. Ta- yeah, okay, so t- talk about that. Well, first of all, I I think he starts off his discourse here by saying, do what they teach you, but don't do, do what, what they, they do. do. Yeah. You know, and because he starts off, he doesn't say what they're what they're teaching is bad because he's honoring and celebrating the fact that they really know the law inside and out and they're very serious about it. It's not all bad news for these guys. The bad news comes because they turned it into uh, peer pressure and performance and shame for everybody who 
didn't color in the lines the way that they saw those lines being laid. So Jesus says to them, we read the words black and white. And, you know, if you're calling someone a hypocrite or a brood of vipers, you know, you're probably not sending them a Valentine, but what, what he was sending them was a wake up call. Come back, return to your first love, return to what the heart of all these things are. Some commentators have actually linked this passage, which is hard words, with the Beatitudes, because there's a lot of affinity between the two. He's just speaking about a different audience, and but he's kind of teaching the same thing in both places, in the whole Sermon on the Mount, actually, which is which can be kind of shocking for those of us who just hear him kind of really reading them the riot act, mm-hmm. so to speak. Yeah. When I what think, are your guys' thoughts well, about Pharisees? Well, I think the term blind guide yeah. is really fascinating to me because not only, I mean, the word hypocrite comes up, I don't know how many times in the chapter, but it's a lot. And so does blind guides. Yeah. But blind mm-hmm. guide to me is worse than hypocrite because blind guide means that you're purporting to be a teacher. Or an authority. You're trying to do something. Exactly. And yeah. you're trying to lead other people. Yeah. So it's one thing to be a hypocrite. It's another thing to be a hypocrite while you're trying to lead other people. And how many examples do we have of that in the church right. all you know, all life, over the place life. right now? Right. Well, in the, the word hypocrite and Pharisee, it's it's out there a lot in our culture right now for all kinds of reasons. And so it's easy to go, no, I'm not like that. I'm not mm-hmm. that person. And it, these words are there in scripture for a, an ongoing diagnostic for us as well. Right. Um, I think in some ways, especially if you've been a believer for a while, a lot, you learn how to behave well for the people at church. You know mm-hmm. how to um, be appropriately shocked if someone says an off-color joke. You know, we, we learn how to behave in a really um, well-mannered way. It's not a bad thing, but it can become performance. It can become completely disconnected from engagement with Jesus, you know, I mean, you can learn how to be a Christian kind of because we're not suffering massive persecution at this point, discomfort at times. Yes, but not suffering massive persecution. So it's really easy to just kind of do a Christian life instead of to live in relationship with Jesus. I mean, this is, it's nothing new to do it and not to live it. Right. Yeah, right. it, it is important. So, I mean, I, I look at it like when I read these words, he's calling me a hypocrite, a blind guide. Uh, you yeah. have to take it to heart. Yeah, you do. It's not about them. It's really about me, right? Mm-hmm. W- whether you're on the radio or you're at church or you're just, you know, at the supermarket, uh, everything has a place and everything has a cost, especially mm-hmm. depending upon acting poorly. That's, and it's it's an interesting exercise um, to be able to go to Matthew 23 and that, that kind of the last two thirds of the chapter 
has this list of seven things. Woe to you, Pharisees, hypocrites, blind guides. Mm. You know, each of those kind of things that he's pronouncing uh, judgment on are there in that last part. But it's interesting to just take a few minutes and think about what's the opposite. What would be a blessing instead of a Mm. woe? And um, the blessings look a lot like what you might see in the Beatitudes that are at the beginning of Matthew 5, just a few chapters earlier in your Bible. So things like honesty and hospitality and and humility and mercy and, and true expressions of the heart of justice of God um, are what this looks like that and so it's just another way um and another kind of metric that i think we can use especially if we've been around church circles for a while we it we can go on autopilot and um this diagnosis is um it's good news because imagine somebody who loves you who's yelling, don't touch the hot stove, Mm. don't run in front of the car. Um, This is the spiritual equivalent of the kind of parenting that um, Jesus is doing with us, you know, and he ends the chapter with this very um, maternal kind of language, actually. So it's very intimate and tender. After he gets done saying, whoa, 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 you guys are missing the point. He, there's this tenderness. I just wish you could see me. I wish I could scoop you into my arms and you could pay attention to what I'm saying, you know, and you don't flip a switch that quickly. He sure didn't. So it all came from the same place. The woe, woe to you and, and the kindness that's meant to um, engender repentance in us. That's Michelle Van Loon. Check out her latest book, Translating Your Past, Finding Meaning in Family Ancestry, Genetic Clues, and Generational Trauma. But you could also check out Becoming Sage, Cultivating Meaning, Purpose, and Spirituality in Midlife, among her other works. Michelle, we love you. Thank you, Michelle. Good to see you. Yes, you guys have a good day. You as well. um, Have fun with the Vaseline. Well, I'm still going to... (laughs) Look... When he's got the mosquito bites, he's got to do something. I a blow dryer. Point Turkey and stuffing, real mashed potatoes, sliced top round, Aunt Emma's broccoli casserole, chicken and gravy over buttermilk biscuits. Am I making you hungry yet? Hi, it's me, Marsha, from the Springhouse. Do you have a special event coming up in your life? A shower, a wedding, graduation party, company party, anniversary event, or any occasion where you'd love to serve all-natural, farm-fresh foods? Then it's time to give the Springhouse Catering Department a call at 724-228-3339. From your first conversation with Dawn, who will help you create a menu that's unique to you, to the beautiful, bounteous setup and display that my sister Jill and her crew create, you will be delighted. 
After every catering event, Jill tells our cooks, I wish I could take you with me so you could hear all the wonderful comments guests give us. Give us a call at 724-228-3339 or check out our extensive menu at springhousemarket.com for farm-fresh catering from the Springhouse. This is Kathy Emmons. John and I are grateful for the encouragement we have from all of our advertisers and especially our friends at Grove City College. Thanks to everyone at Grove City for supporting the ride home. Are you kidding me? Gas prices are up again? Somebody has to do something. Well, someone did. That's why I use Upside. Upside? What's that? It's a free app that pays you back real money for every gallon of gas or diesel you buy. I just earned 25 cents back on every gallon of this tank. Hold on. So the Upside app is free and you actually get cash back every time you use it? No strings attached? Yep, it's awesome. Check it out. It only takes a couple of minutes to sign up. Instead of just watching your dollars go into your tank, start putting money back into your wallet with the free app from Upside. With the price of gas today, it's big news and big money. To cash out of your Upside cash, just transfer it to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card. Upside users have already earned over $200 million. Now it's your turn. Download the free Upside app and get cash back on every gallon of gas. Use promo code TREE for an extra $0.25 per gallon on your first fill-up. That's code TREE. Use code TREE for an extra $0.25 per gallon back in your first fill-up. Need new blinds or shades? Blindster.com offers custom-made blind shades and shutters shipped directly to you at prices less than big box retailers. Blindster blinds are easy to install and guaranteed to fit. And right now, save 45% off any order. Just use code RADIO at checkout. Blindster.com. 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh. On your smart speaker by saying, Play the word Pittsburgh. And on your phone via the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. Lung cancer kills more people than breast, colon, and prostate cancers combined. And 80% of those diagnosed with lung cancer never smoked or quit decades ago. If you or someone you know has lung cancer, the Bonnie J. Adario Lung Cancer Foundation can help. Text the word LUNGS to 50555 to help lung cancer patients and to fund the research needed to find a cure for the world's deadliest cancer. Go to LungCancerFoundation.org for more information. Tonight, expect a starry night. It'll be comfortable weather for sleeping. We'll reach a low of 55. Mostly sunny skies expected tomorrow. A pleasant day on tap with a high of 82. Clear skies tomorrow night with a low of 60. More humid Thursday with plenty of sunshine. We'll reach a high Thursday of 85. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. Fascinating story out of Germany today that a 101-year-old ex-Nazi guard at a concentration camp has been convicted of more than 3,500 murders. Because of his age, um, there, of course, is deep questions as to whether the man who his um, name has been kept a secret uh, described in German media as the oldest Nazi guard ever um, convicted, worked in a concentration camp from 1942 to 1945. Uh, prosecutors have laid out their case and show clearly in records kept by camp administrators this person's name and the duties that were performed. Now, of course, um, it's under appeal, so you would wonder, oh, 101 years old, uh, if that would ever happen, that this man would serve any time at all behind bars. It's fascinating. I very much admire 
the I, I read an article several years ago about this group of law enforcement officials that seek down uh, those who were involved in the Nazi extermination camps. Time's running out. Time's running out. But they are so uh, intent on fulfilling their mission mm-hmm. and saying, I, we don't care how old they are. We're, there has to be justice and we have to do our best to bring it. And they are they're all about committed it. to it. Yeah. Uh, right now, there's currently a 99 year old woman on trial in Germany. Um, and they're saying that, you know, our cases, there's six more cases, apparently, on the dockets. OK. But boy, oh, boy. I mean, what World War Two ended in 1945. And could you imagine those people, those people who are now being held on trial? They probably thought We're I got skated. away with it. I'm done. I'm good. I'm living my my life now. But Don't justice you, will not be denied. It, doesn't it feel good to know that that's happening, that you can't escape it, that it's not over? Yeah. I mean, even for people who don't believe in God, that there is a, a supernatural judge, um, God wanted us to establish fair courts in on earth. And so when you see something like that, you think, you know, for all of the unbelievable stench of what the nation of Germany perpetrated, it is a beam of light to see that there are people there who have always been resisting and people there have been committed to justice and they are still working hard at it right now. I do. I appreciate that very, very much so. Yeah. I mean, because what 10 years, I mean, everybody will be gone. I mean, look, we celebrated recently um, D-Day, right? And they had the uh, some of the survivors, the old veterans on the beach. And these are men, you know, in their 90s or close mm-hmm. to 100 years of age. So they are still walking among us. The stories must be told. Yeah. Uh, because pretty soon they're not going to be. Mm-mm. It's very important. Okay, we'll take a quick break. When we do come back. Ghosting. Ghosting. Mm-hmm. Have I ever ghosted you, John? Never. Oh, I never Never, have. never, never. But ghosting... It's so mean. It's so dismissive. It's not a new thing. It's just a more immediate thing in this day and age. 101.5 WORD. Plan now to join Word FM Tuesday, August 16th aboard the Gateway Clippers Empress for another fabulous dinner cruise. From 6.30 to 9, relax in the company of fellow believers as you enjoy a fantastic dinner buffet, music, and stunning views of the city skyline. The ride homes John and Kathy will be your cruise directors for this amazing night sponsored by Trinity Jewelers. Don't miss the boat. Last year's event completely sold out. Reserve now at wordfm.com slash dinnercruise. So my sister and I, that's me, are into dominoes. There's this fancy domino TV show, and we are destined to be on that show. Uncle Ryan, though, that's me, has a hand that shakes like a jackhammer. The dude can't get ten dominoes before his dreams come toppling down. Luckily, there was one positive that came from my domino disaster. I'm about to use it as an analogy in our mortgage commercial. Buying a home right now can be hard. Bidding wars, lack of inventory, rates going up and down. It's easy to have your new home dreams toppled. At United Faith Mortgage, we can't easy fix those hurdles, but we are good at making the mortgage part awesome. We pay $1,000 of your closing costs on new home purchases. And we're an arm of a bigger company who is a direct lender. Our company uses its own money and there's no middleman which often allows us to get you a better rate, saving monthly and lifelong money. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Mortgage Court, Melville, New York. MLS number 1330. Department of Banking. Mortgage Lender License number 22672. The Mechanical Services Company. 
electrical systems, heating and air. Our team has got you covered. Maintenance, service, installs and repair. Call us when you need comfort. Online at TMSCHVAC.com. The Mechanical Services Company. Trusted, proven, preferred. Our real goal at RPTS is to train people for ministry. Whether training to be a pastor or just wanting to grow in your walk with God, you'll find what you're looking for at RPTS. We want to see them really grounded in their theological growth. We want it to be heart-directed as well. We want to see students prepared to serve and to love the people of God and develop ministries that we think have a great partnership with the local church. Learn more about the MTS degree program and flexible online options at rpts.edu. Now that I've got your attention, let me tell you all about us. Whoa, tough crowd. Anybody out there? Hello, anyone? Fighting to be heard in today's competitive digital world? It's time for Salem Surround. Let us handle everything and get your message seen and heard. Let's turn up the volume on your business with Salem Surround. Learn more by logging on to surroundpittsburgh.com. Surroundpittsburgh.com. <laughs> Gaslighting. Yeah. Ghosting. Yeah. These are terms that are, are fairly new to me that I, I still kind of go. But they're not uh, activities that are new to you. No, but the phrases themselves. Right. They are, well, because they are but pretty someone, new. Someone, what exactly is gaslighting? Well, gaslighting is when, you know, say you're continually doing something. What do you mean? Okay, say say you're constantly lying to me. Yeah. Okay. And then I say, you know what? It, this has to end. You and all the lying. And then you're like, oh, so you think it's lying. And you make it seem like I'm the one who's oh. insane, imagining it, I see. overreacting. Turning it back. Turning it right. All of a sudden, it becomes my problem. So it's, ab- it's abuse. Yeah, it is. Basically. Yeah. And ghosting. Yeah. Ghosting, I get, because, I mean, it pretty much describes what it is, Someone right? just disappears. You disappear. So you're saying ghosting is not a new thing? No, I don't. ghosting is not a new thing, because there are people, if you look back through your past, you think, why did that person just disappear? They went away. Yeah. Now, it's bad. It's worse when it's someone you were dating. <laughs> yeah. So in today's modern society, it's just someone who stops returning your texts. They're not going to answer your emails. They're not. They're just going to act like they never had never. a relationship with you. It's very strange. Jeff Zerwink is back with us. Jeff is a research scholar at Reasons to Believe. He's got a PhD in astrophysics from Iowa State University. Author of Escaping the Beginning: Is There Life Out There? And Who's Afraid of the Multiverse? Here today to talk to us about ghosting. Hey, Jeff, welcome back. Hi, John and Kathy. It's good to be here again today. I got to tell you, I've talked a lot about ghosting in my life, never with an astrophysicist, Jeff. So, <laughs> t- so talk well, about. Yeah, it's a, you have. A, I, I, I just have to believe you have a different take on it. Well, it, it, it's fascinating as I've kind of looked into it because it's one of those things where uh, it, it's like as as I was listening to you guys' dialogue, it's like it's gone on for a while, but the prevalence has just increased. And what's interesting is that we now have the tools to go in and kind of study and ask the question, how does this actually impact people uh, instead of just, uh, you know, used to be, 
you just didn't you didn't have the tools or it wasn't as frequent enough to worry about it but it's it's, it's getting to be a much larger problem now yeah okay so my, my first reaction I, I think would probably be if you're the person who's being ghosted you in some weird way have like you just feel bad about everything, right? You feel bad about the relationship. You feel about Bill bad about the time that you spent together. Like nothing meant anything. Well, and, and there's that, and I think there's even a, a more insidious one. Or at least I know, uh, you know, I, I run into this problem where okay, we've got a meeting scheduled, and we're supposed to meet for lunch, and I get to the place where we meet for lunch, and the other person isn't there, mm-hmm. and I immediately start. Did I forget what day we are? Did, oh, did the person just not want to have lunch? You know, it's like I kind of run through this litany of what all did I do wrong? Yeah. Well, when you when you get ghosted, I've, I've come to realize that's not unique to me. That that's the kind of scenario that's just like, why don't they talk to me? What what's so bad? How's it awful? And so. What's interesting is that it's actually much better. The research shows that it's much better for the person to just say, you know what, sorry, I'm done dating you, we're done. That at least allows the person to process and not have it be such a painful experience having the end of the relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And so that's it, right? Taking responsibility for the relationship as opposed to just disappearing and leaving all these weird loose ends. Exactly. And then what's odd is that our minds are kind of designed to work that way. One of the things that people, as, as you study, or people study how, uh, how, how we as humans respond to things is that we tend to remember intense moments and the end of things. And so if the end of things was really bad, it sits there and weighs on your mind. Whereas, you know, it's hard to be told, hey, I'm just done. But at least you kind of know and can think, and it kind of minimizes the amount of pain there or lessens the amount of pain. And so, you know, you, you just have these people who are coming along, it's like, I, you know, I've had a lot of relationships in, but I remember every one where I was ghosted. It just kind of intensifies that end of the relationship and makes it a very negative experience. So the better reaction you're saying, Jeff, is to just come out with it. Exactly. Yeah. It's, I mean, one, for the person who's ending the relationship, that kind of uh, forces you to take responsibility and figure out how to take care of the other person. And then, you know, I, I can kind of see that. There's part of, I could see in my mind playing the scenario, you know, if you can't say anything nice, you don't say anything at all. And so I may be irritated or whatever. And so it's better to just not say anything and I'll just kind of remove myself from the situation. I could see that being the logic you would use. But the reality of it is that makes it much worse for the other person. It's better to just come in and say, hey, this is the way things are to deal in the truth. And that allows the other person to wrestle with the truth and but it actually makes the, the the end of the relationship much less hurtful and painful, and it keeps it, it prevents this cycle where what they found is that people who've been ghosted are more likely to ghost other people in the future, and so it kind of builds this oh, oh. uncertainty mm-hmm. and ambiguity and and kind of propagates this pain going on in future relationships as well. So it's not just the one you're dealing with. Right, so it's very insidious. Okay, so Jeff, so knowing that you were going to join us, I was t- you know, thinking about ghosting, and I wonder about you know ghosting from a, a, like a Christian perspective, because years ago I, I read something about Mother Teresa, who towards, uh, w- when Mother Teresa died, it was revealed that she thought that God had abandoned her, that she went mm-hmm. decades and decades doing good work, but at the same time, having no relationship or no contact. I don't know if she felt like God abandoned her. She felt like God was distant. Distant. Yeah. But in some ways, I, I, thought, maybe, she, yeah. I, thought, I thought she thought, you know, I would say that God had ghosted her in some way. Okay, yeah. 
Well, you know, there is a point, and this is probably a deeper theological discussion, and I kind of have to be careful here. But, you know, I mean, one of the things that uh, when you go read the Bible, you read the the passage about Job there. And, you know, here's Job, who's a a man who God commends as, hey, this person follows me. This is this is kind of talking to Satan, you know, in some sense, almost taunting him. Do you see how good Job is and how much he follows me? Mm And and God says and Satan says, well, hey, I'll t- I'll t- I'll take care of that. He's just doing it because of all the good things you do for him. And what God was saying is like, no, he follows me because he knows me. You can test him all you want. And God was just distant through all of the trials, you know, whether from losing his possessions, from losing his family, and I think actually the trials extend to. Job, all of Job's friends coming along and saying, hey, look at all the stuff you've done wrong. This is all your fault. And then eventually Job says, hey, I'm going to follow God no matter what. And then eventually God comes back in and, and he never really gives him an answer. He just says, hey, I'm still here. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, th- I think God is far more interested in helping us learn to see that he is worth following no matter what else is going on. And sometimes the way he does that is to say, OK, I'm not going to I'm not going to be in here doing things for you all the time, but that helps you learn to have a deeper confidence in the truth of who he is. So I I think there's, I I don't know that God ghosts us. I do think God gives us distance so that we learn how to follow him no matter what. Hmm. And that's a challenging thing. There's kind of an aspect to where I've been wrestling with that with God even lately myself. So. Last question for you, Jeff. Um, I guess I want to, piggyback off what you just said because these are easier things to talk about in the abstract but harder things to live through and bringing up the mother Teresa example um the thing that was so instructive to me about that in in reading about that after her death was just how dogged of her determination how dogged her determination was to continue even when her emotional state didn't follow through and i thought boy that is a rare thing it's such an honorable thing to believe so much in the truth of what you know even in spite of a distance that you feel you know it, it really is remarkable and I, you know i haven't studied mother Teresa's life greatly but i have heard that that she you know here she is serving god but she doesn't seem like she's got the that intimate communication um, and and one, of, one of the things that I find fascinating in that is that we can't, you know, and, and coupled in with this study on ghosting, is just that there is an abundance of evidence that we are designed for relationships. There, there is this long-term study that started back in the 1930s of sophomores from Harvard, but it's expanded to include women and it's expanded to include inner-city children. You know, so it's not socioeconomic class. It's kind of across the spectrum of people. And multiple uh, leaders of, of, of the four leaders who have been uh, leaders of this study over the last almost century now, um, they will make statements like loneliness is as detrimental to your health yeah. as smoking is. But, and it's not saying that it's just hard. It's that it's physically damaging. We are designed for relationships. And I think that's just what God wants for us, is to have a relationship with him and good relationships with those around us. Jeff, talk about Reasons to Believe. Yeah, so Reasons to Believe is a a science-faith organization that looks at how science and the Christian faith interact and how what we find as we study the world points to the truth of Scripture. And that's what I find fascinating about this study, is that we are made in God's image, designed for relationships. And we find that, lo and behold, 
that's what we see when we look at the creator and we look at all people. It's science and faith really do go together and point to the truth of Christianity. Amen to that. Jeff, you're, you're welcome back here anytime. We promise not to ghost you. Okay, thanks. I appreciate that. Our great pleasure. Thanks for being with us. If we have to break up with Jeff, we'll be honest about it. <laughs> we're not. <laughs> but we're not breaking up with Jeff. Jeff's a wink from Reasons to Believe. Well, you can find Jeff at Reasons to Believe, rtb.org. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshares. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, well, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, founder and CEO of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare, and the process started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. Sounds crazy, right? Well, the crazy thing is this never ends. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. I guarantee if we can't cancel your timeshare, you'll pay nothing. Were you lied to when buying a timeshare and want out? Get the facts about timeshare cancellation. Call Wesley now for your free information kit. 800-691-9999. 800-691-9999. Is your school a true partner in your child's education? They should be. Pittsburgh's Christian schools agree. If you're looking for a safe environment where kids can learn, challenge, and grow with highly qualified teachers who are not only caring, but accessible, where academic excellence goes hand in hand with character development consider christian education right now local christian schools are offering half price tuitions for first-time enrollees like walnut grove christian school in west mifflin visit wordfm.com slash tuitions are you kidding me gas prices are up again somebody has to do something well someone did that's why i use upside upside what's that it's a free app that pays you back real money for every gallon of gas or diesel you buy i just earned 25 cents back on every gallon of this tank hold on so the upside app is free and you actually get cash back every time you use it no strings attached yep it's awesome check it out it only takes a couple of minutes to sign up instead of just watching your dollars go into your tank start putting money back into your wallet with the free app from upside with the price of gas today it's big news and big money to cash out of your upside cash just transfer it to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card. Upside users have already earned over $200 million. Now it's your turn. Download the free Upside app and get cash back on every gallon of gas. Use promo code EARTH for an extra $0.25 cents per gallon on your first fill-up. That's code E-A-R-T-H. Use code EARTH for an extra $0.25 cents per gallon back in your first fill-up. The Mechanical Services Company. Trusted. If you can fix the big stuff, you can fix the small stuff. The Mechanical Services Company has fixed HVAC systems large and small for over 100 years. For fair treatment, expert service, and affordable solutions 24-7-365, find them online at tmschvac.com. The Mechanical Services Company, trusted, proven, preferred. How do you feel about Savory sweet combinations. I like it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Savory sweet combinations like, mm-hmm. um, well, like sea salt caramel would be oh, a good. That's fabulous, right? Isn't that good. That's a salty sweet. My kids combo. like live on. That's like their go-to treat. What about a a tossed salad 
with vinaigrette, but with mm, fruit mm, in it. Mm, bite. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Like, mm. So you have the vinaigrette and you have strawberries. Mm-hmm, that's really good. Or you have vinaigrette and you have blueberries yeah. or something like Mangos. that. Mangoes. See, I love that. Me too. I love that. Your that's, mouth gets like really yeah. twisted, doesn't I, it? I love the whole thing. <laughs> okay, well then, uh, I have a treat for you this summer, John. Yep. Uh, French's is debuting a new popsicle. It's mm. a new summer snack mm-hmm. for somebody just like you. It's called the French Sickle, and it's a limited edition ketchup-flavored popsicle. <sighs> I don't think so. And I love ketchup. Well, what about you were just saying that you like But I love I love ketchup, but ketchup flavored stuff? I don't think so, Kath. Christy. No. Wow. You gonna eat that? No. You're gonna try ketchup ketchup flavored popsicle. Maybe. I'm gonna try it. Yeah. I wouldn't even try it. No, I think I would try it. You wouldn't even try it. No. This is made of hundred percent Canadian tomatoes, so it's very polite. Uh, refreshingly (laughs) savory and sweet ketchup popsicle. Really? How do you feel about tomato juice? Uh, I don't mind it. Okay. I mean, Christy? Uh, it's not my favorite. Like a V8? You want to do a V8? It gags me a little. Oh, no, no. I like it. Do you? Yeah. I mean, it's not like my go-to. Well, mm-hmm. I, if someone has, here's a glass of orange juice or, or tomato juice, I'm doing the orange juice. Okay. But once in a while, like a V8, it's got a nice little spice kick to it. And even tomato juice, I'll put a little pepper in tomato juice. What's the difference between tomato juice and V8? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I think it's just got some spice to it. V8 spicier? Yeah. Would you see that? Would you see that, Christy? What, what's the difference between V8 and tomato juice? I, I, I just think V8's got all these, you know, extra added. It's probably got, um, you know. Cayenne pepper and black yeah, pepper and things like whatever, that. Whatever, you know. Stuff. Okay. Mixes. My mom drank uh, tomato juice every day of her life. Every day. Mm-hmm. She loved the little tomato juice. Yes. In she, a can? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yep. And she liked the V8 as well. Is that a generational thing? I, I wonder. Bloody Marys, are they still a thing? Oh, I don't like a Bloody Mary. I've never had one. With a big, I mean, that the big, celery. That's ridiculous. See, I like the the idea of the celery in the tomato really? juice is the only thing I like about I'm it. I'm not going to be drinking vodka and juice with a piece of celery. It just seems like overkill. It's like a reason to drink in the morning. Well, but, sure, that's why it was it created. Is. I think <laughs> yeah. we all realize that. Think, what's the point I mean, of that? There was certainly no other point. But. Someone said, what, your, so your mom, I'm sure, offered you multiple times. Yeah, it always gagged me when I was really? little. It doesn't gag me anymore. I, guess I shouldn't have said that. I think I misspoke. It, it seems a little more palatable, but certainly nothing that I would pursue hmm. or buy. Really? I mean, if I was very thirsty and I was at your house and you said all I had is hey. tomato juice, maybe I'd say yes. Maybe. Or, you know, yeah. What do you, Christy, what'd you find out? Uh, the difference is there's more than just vegetables or more than just tomatoes in V8. There's multiple vegetables. Uh-huh. Oh. But it's spicy, though, isn't it? I always think it's got like a little bite to it, like a little. They're spicy V eight, like peppery, peppery. Because there are different varieties. Okay, so maybe you want to get the spicier version. Well, I'd like to but, have some, but now okay. you, I want to get some on the way home. Okay, now I'm actually thinking about getting some on the way. <laughs> what has happened? Okay, but the you're right saying, brought you're, to saying you by V8. you're saying no to the French sickle though. Yeah, that's a bit of a stretch because like look. Like at the end of day, when someone says, "Hey, would you like an ice cream cone?" You're right. That's it's not dessert. No, no, it's, it's not. It's more dessert. of like a like a science experiment. It is a little I bit mean, like a science really. Experiment. Is, hey, you want to go to Rita's and get you know a, a tomato popsicle? I don't think so. No, I'm going to get like you know some gelati. What I, about tomato flavored gelati? No, that's disgusting. No. That makes. Just, I'm sorry, I said it. Like when we go to Rita's, my wife sometimes they'll, they'll get uh, Swedish fish uh, gelati. No, no, yeah, no. Yeah, they will. No, Christy. No, I would get that. Yep. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's gross. I'm doing the mango gelati. It's also good. Yeah, very nice. Or lemonade gelati. Oh, I've never had that. Mm, You know what I really like? Mm. The chocolate. No, I'm not doing that. Listen, if you do the chocolate mixed with the custard, 
Really? It's Chocolate really, with the vanilla custard. Oh, oh, that does sound pretty good. You guys, okay, it's so good. It's not. I haven't. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, it's really, really good. But the V8. Mm-hmm. I wonder what V8 sales are like. You know, uh, you know, from decade to decade. Is well, it- it's always available in every store you go in, so it has to be pretty good. Huh. I bet it's available in more places than like the Campbell's tomato juice. You think? I think so. Well, I just based Remember upon... Remember when they used to come in the big can? Big cans. That you'd have, yeah, you'd have right. To well, the... That's what made yeah. me think of your mom. Uh-huh. We had that in our refrigerator Forever. every day How'd I was growing up. How'd she seal it up? She never did. Well, it just sat there, just open sat. to the air. Well, I mean, you know, it just had a little... You'd put two Yeah, right, right. I think she'd cover it with, and... like, with some saran wrap or I something. I don't think she cared. Nanny was fastidious. Listen on your smart speaker at wordfm.com, the Word FM app, iHeart, TuneIn, and on Odyssey. In your car or at home, too, at 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. The House Select Committee investigating the January 6th Capitol attack, holding an additional surprise hearing today with a former aide to the former White House Chief of Staff as a key witness. Cassidy Hutchinson served as a top aide to Mark Meadows, Chief of Staff to President Donald Trump. The committee says she was known to have detailed knowledge of the inner workings of the Trump White House. I was a special assistant to the president and an advisor to the Chief of Staff. Speaking to supporters Saturday, former President Trump says the hearings have presented no facts to the public. As you have seen, the vile group of unhinged partisans and craven lunatics on the unselect committee are pushing a fake and fabricated narrative. The committee is scheduled to reconvene hearings in July. Bernie Bennett in Washington. And in New York today, Ghislaine Maxwell has been sentenced to 20 years in prison for helping millionaire Jeffrey Epstein sexually abuse teen girls. This is SRN News. Train up a child in the way they should go. Well, you know the rest. It's a calling you take very seriously as a Christian parent. And Trinity Christian School in Forest Hill seeks to honor your commitment by working together with parents to prepare students who are academically sound and spiritually ready to take their place in the world through a classical approach to education that helps build a faith from which they will never depart. Trinity Christian School, one of the top K-12 schools in Allegheny County at trinitychristian.net. The word around town is that Pittsburgh homeowners are choosing doing it right when it comes to their roofing, siding, and remodeling projects. That's because since 19. 1984, doing it right, roofing, siding, remodeling continues to set the bar through clear communication and an installation that's second to none. Doing it right employs only the most experienced professionals to install and oversee your project. They'll stop at nothing to ensure your satisfaction, doing business honestly, taking no money down and no payment until the job is complete. Doing it right will ensure that all work is installed to the industry's highest standards. Then, back it all up with their lifetime workmanship warranty. As a prestigious, multi-award winning Owens Corning Platinum contractor, as well as a VSI certified installation contractor, you can't go wrong with doing it right. Mention John and Kathy for a discount off your estimate. Call 724-NEW-ROOF for a free project evaluation or visit roofingcontractorpittsburgh.com. Blue Star Medicated Ointment gets five-star reviews from our loyal users for fast relief of the pain and itch of almost any skin irritation. Blue Star soothes insect bites and fungal infections. It really works on the summer rashes I get every year. I had psoriasis on my elbows. Blue Star worked wonders. Amazing stuff. Mirror bed on and the itch is gone. Look for the white box with the blue star in the first aid section. 
Feel Blue Star work fast or your money back. Here's Rusty Wallace for Sketchers Footwear with Goodyear Rubber. When I used to race at over 200 miles per hour, there was only one tire I trusted to keep me safe and connected to the track, Goodyear. So when Skechers put Goodyear Performance Rubber on their footwear, I raced to Skechers to get a pair. You see, Skechers uses Goodyear Rubber to enhance their footwear's traction, durability, and stability in almost any weather condition on almost any surface. Find a pair of Skechers with Goodyear at a Skechers store, Skechers.com, or wherever stylish footwear is sold. Hi, Rhett Rasmussen of BestHotGrill.com. Step up your grilling game with our Solaire Portable Infrared Grills. Our compact everywhere is a favorite of RVers and trailer pullers. Solaire Infrared provides the quick sear for bar marks and texture needed to properly finish sous vide. Use a portable alongside your larger conventional grill to create an instant sear zone and more juicy and flavorful food. Learn more at BestHotGrill.com. Affordable, powerful, portable infrared grills at BestHotGrill.com. Tonight, expect a starry night. It'll be comfortable weather for sleeping. We'll reach a low of 55. Mostly sunny skies expected tomorrow. A pleasant day on tap with a high of 82. Clear skies tomorrow night with a low of 60. More humid Thursday with plenty of sunshine. We'll reach a high Thursday of 85. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Welcome back. Hi, John. Howdy. Hi, Christy. Hi. Hi. We're greeting each other politely. Hello. On today's show. What do you say? Sometimes you say salutations. I say greetings when I arrive. Greetings. Mm -hmm. Right. I I think I've co-opted that. That's fine. Greetings are fine. Greetings. We can share. Salutations. Mm -hmm. Hi. Howdy. Mm -hmm. What else? Welcome in. Hey, you. Hey, you. That's not really good. Nice to see you're here. Hey, buddy. I saw somebody over uh, during this week when I was out at a store Mm -hmm. that I recognized. Of course, couldn't think of their name. Don't you? Oh. Because they're not in the right place. Right. If they were in the right place, you would know their name. I was like, I am so glad to see you. No, you're not. No, you're not. Meanwhile, you're... It wasn't until I got to my car. I was like, right, that's who that is. Right, that was my eighth grade science teacher. Horrible. It's absolutely horrible. Right. Uh, Coming up in the five o'clock hour, Jay Slocum is going to be with us in just a couple minutes um, talking about marriage and how it acts as a safeguard for men, women, and children. Also, Does This Make Sense? Makes a roaring return at Mm. 525. And at 535, Alexa has a new voice. Very strange. When you hear what it is, perhaps you've read about it already. It mm. could be extremely mm. disturbing. Mm. Also, at the end of this hour, the 30 best Oreo flavors ranked and tested. What? How can there be 30 mm. Oreo there flavors? There are. How can there be? I looked this up. I was working on this last That's night. That's corporate America working in overtime. Well, I can't wait to share there all onion that Oreos? Mm. There are no onion okay. Oreos because that would be disgusting. Well, yeah, the 30. I think there'd be room for an onion. No, there's no room for an onion. Caramel? Caramel Yeah, oh, yeah. There's a lot of oh, caramel really varieties. Not a lot, but Raspberry? I'd say three. I don't know. I don't think any raspberry. Salt and pepper. Why are we talking about this? It's coming up at 5.50. It's going to pique my interest. Uh, I'm married to a teacher. I also have a daughter who's a teacher, mm. and we have a tons of fr- tons of friends who are teachers. And um, to say that COVID has hit that industry heavy them. duty is an understatement. Yeah. Everyone suffered from COVID. There's no part of society that's been left out of the horror. But teachers, it just seems... It, it, Having to, you know, that idea of 
you can be in person, you can be at home, or you can do hybrid. What? And you think, oh, well, that's that's nice that p- parents have those options. But that means that, that there's a teacher who has to figure out how to teach the same thing three different ways every time. Like they just couldn't put a camera up in, in the classroom. I mean, it's, yeah, because anyone who does anything online knows that that doesn't work. No, it's horrible. Right? So watching somebody teach, you know, lecture from the front of a room is not the same as someone who has their face against the camera talking mm-hmm, to you. It's, mm-hmm. just, it's a whole different type of teaching. I mean, seriously, I... I I've spent just, you know, a short amount of time in front of a classroom. It's the last place I want to be. Oh. God bless those men and, and women. And can you imagine the types of emotional and psychological deficits that kids have mm-hmm. after being inside for two years? Sure. Like they come, they're not prepared. They're not prepared. So they're not, they're not uh, you know, prepared as far as academics go. But socially? Mm-hmm. What about behaviorally? Oh, my goodness. I mean, anyway. So I read this article last night, uh, and this is talking about the state of Ohio um, and the level of burnout for teachers. But it starts with data about a national survey. Uh, this is a Gallup poll that showed, John, that more than 4 in 10 K-12 through workers feel that they are always burned out. Always. always. 4 out of 10. Yeah, that's a national survey wow. by Gallup. 4 in 10 feel that they are always burned out. Uh, That tops Mm. college and university employees, retail workers, and government public policy industry in the survey. Those are the other large-scale groups that say that they are burned out in particular by COVID-19. Researchers found that K-12 workers have consistently been leaders in burnout in the country, and the COVID-19 pandemic exacerbated all their existing challenges while also introducing new ones. The result is a workforce burned out and unfortunately leaving the profession at a high rate. Mm, that's hard. Boy, you know, with that in mind, I, I, we were at a party a couple of weeks ago and we ran into, my wife and I ran into, uh, our kids went to um, a K through eight Christian school and we ran into one of the teachers who taught it at that school. And we was, how you doing? And she was fabulous. Mm. I have such a deep appreciation for men and women who especially are teaching in Christian schools because, of course, the pay scale from like a public school to a Christian school is off the chart difference. You spend your entire life working in a Christian school as a teacher, your salary structure is totally different. Mm-hmm. So especially, can you imagine the burnout there and the sacrifice there, what that must be like for men and women in the classroom? God bless them all. Teachers have had to don ever-multiplying caps. Mm. They've had to be teachers. They've had to be standardized test guides, social workers, and guidance counselors. Psychologists. and Right. And swamis and you know, genies. Like, you know, I'll give you – like people want their wishes fulfilled. And right. they think, how am I supposed to do that? And probably a sage and a comedian mm-hmm. to try to keep things together. Yeah. And you have to be a tech professional. Mm, right. Right, because all of a sudden you have to figure out how to put your in the classroom right yeah. and and figure out what type of software you're going to use to mm-hmm. do that. Mm-hmm. You have to be some type of uh, like vaudeville artist to be able to be dynamic and interesting online and a referee because you know fights are breaking out and you have to be able to sleep only three hours a night because you're going to have to do the whole hybrid thing and the at home thing and the in person thing. So I, I wonder. A new generation, because like in the old days, I think, was it Edinburgh? Edinburgh University used to be known as the Teachers College. Clarion, too. Clarion. Uh Uh-huh. Right? Teachers Colleges, specifically to train a teacher. 
I wonder if that's still a thing. What's it like? I wonder what percentage of kids who go to college who go, I want to be a teacher. Well, I know it's a lot fewer than it used to be. Mm -hmm. Um, This article, as I said, is from the state of Ohio. The city of Cleveland is short 200 teachers as of now going into the new school year. And there is a perpetual shortage of substitute teachers. How do you make that up? How do you make that up? I don't know. I mean, paying teachers more and funding schools in a way that supports the role they play is definitely a need, according to this article. But it admits the fact that that's only really one factor and perhaps maybe even a small factor, taking into account all the other things that are challenging teachers. Good gravy. Anyway, all that to say, if you've got a teacher in your life, honor that teacher. Give them some love. Love that teacher. Yeah, Seriously, give them some love and support. And next time you see that there are options for your child in school, you can do hybrid. Just think that's a teacher having to do a whole different type of teaching for your child. Mm. So thanks to all the teachers out yep. there, you guys. We'll step away. We'll talk in marriage next with Pastor Jay Slocum. The tests are in. They came back positive, and I'm sorry, you have only a month to live. How would a call like that change your choices, your priorities, the way you live day to day? Well, John MacArthur's current study from Revelation could be that kind of priority changer. Join him for a look at When Jesus Comes on Grace to You. Tomorrow morning at 7 on 101.5 WORD. I had a lady that was in her mid-70s, and I'd sold her timeshare. And that was the lowest I'd ever felt in my life. I knew then that I had to do something to simply not to go to hell for selling timeshare. Chuck McDowell founded Wesley Financial Group to help folks cancel their timeshares permanently. Called her and everybody that I'd sold timeshare to, and I said, this is what I said to you that was a lie, and this is what you need to do to cancel your timeshare. From that point, people started referring friends to me to help them cancel the timeshare, and that's how it all started. I fought the world's largest timeshare company in federal court. If I had lost that lawsuit, there would be no one helping people that have been lied to when they bought timeshare. I guarantee if we take you as a client, we will cancel your timeshare contract or you'll pay nothing. Call Wesley Financial Group now for a free information kit. 800-786-9300. That's 800-786-9300. 800-786-9300. The Mechanical Services Company. Trusted, proven, preferred for all mechanical systems. Heating and air, our team has got you covered. Maintenance, service, installs and repair. Call us when you need comfort. The Mechanical Services Company. Trusted, proven, preferred. Your local radio stations are here for you. No subscriptions or monthly fees necessary. We're here to give you the news, weather, and traffic you need and the music you love. But if the foreign-owned record labels get their way, it could stop the music. They want Congress to force radio stations to pay them more money simply to play their music. Don't let radio go silent. Text LOCAL to 52886 and tell Congress to protect local radio stations. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. What is a warrior? At Portersville Christian School, it's more than a team name. A warrior is taught to serve, to passionately model the love of Christ toward neighbor, community, and world. 
to learn as they cultivate academic excellence and a lifelong love of learning from kindergarten to senior year and to lead through Christian character and integrity. Are you a warrior? Discover Portersville Christian School just 15 minutes north of Cranberry where warriors are made at OurPCS.org. There, of course, has been a lot of conversation about what happened with the Supreme Court and the uh, dismissal of uh, Roe versus Wade. It, it, it impacts all of us in society, whether you you know are invested in a, a right to life, a pro-life perspective or not. Here to talk to us about that from a family marriage perspective is Pastor Jay Slocum. Jay, welcome back to the show. How are you doing? John and Kathy, thanks for having me. So, so when you think of um, the abortion issue, Jay, you're looking at it in a, a, a kind of with a bigger lens. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking at at it from a much bigger lens. I really think that um, as a pastor who's married fifty couples and who has convinced almost all fifty of the couples to procreate, um, it's a central issue for me uh, because. From a biblical perspective, um, our, our sexuality is linked to marriage and procreation. And I think a lot of the problems we've had over the last 75 years have been the result of jettisoning what we call in, in theological realms the trinity of marriage, which is uh, procreation, protection, and pleasure. Mm-hmm. And uh, society has taken procreation and protection and that marriage gives us, and they've jettisoned those two things, and have really embraced the pleasure of sexuality. And as a result, we've had the sexual revolution, which has created a divorce culture, fatherlessness in America, massive amounts of hard hardship through uh, a hookup culture and an abortion culture. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jay, when you put it like that, it, it sounds like a big mess, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, as a as a victim of the sexual revolution, as somebody whose parents divorced in the late '60s because they were caught up in in the revolution, um, it's profoundly meaningful to me. As somebody who's pastored um, hundreds of people who've been broken by a hookup culture in college, or um, their own mistakes and pregnancies and abortions, or their involvement with same-sex relationships, or compulsive masturbation, or pornography. Or whatever happens outside of the, the bonds of marriage, it really is its a huge issue. So I am, Kathy, looking at it from a much larger lens. Um, and I think that when we have a decision like Roe versus Wade, it can look very complex. But if we pull back and say, what did God intend for human society? And we come to the conclusion that he intended men and women, men and women to marry and procreate and make families. And that's our basis for society. Um, all of the things that happen around that that might be difficult are much more able to be understood because we have that that yeah. idea in mind. So then, Jay, essentially what you're saying is for society, whether it's a, um, you know, a religious society or a, a general secular society, the more the general population is married, the better off we are. 
Oh yeah, I mean the statistics on that are are not arguable, right? Um, we know that when men get married, they're restrained. When women have husbands uh, and they give birth to children, the families are stronger. Um, all of the you know elite families in America, uh, when we look at the data, um, they've been married long term and they have children and they haven't gotten divorced and they're thriving. So, uh, you know, it's, a, it's actually a huge problem. When, I, when we marry people in the church, um, when I give the marriage ceremony, I, I read these words. It's a, we, we read that the husband and wife and heart, body, and mind were ordained by God for the procreation of children and their nurture and the knowledge and love of the Lord for mutual joy and for their help and comfort given one another in prosperity and adversity to maintain purity so that husbands and wives with all the household of God might serve as holy and undefiled members of the body of Christ and for the upbuilding of Christ's kingdom in family, church, and society mm. to the praise of its holy name. Mm, fabulous. Those are big words, right? Yeah. And that's why we say after that, therefore, marriage is not to be entered into unadvisedly or lightly. Yes. Now, Jay, you are not shy about being out in the world and engaging the world. I mean, uh, the circles, some of the circles I travel in, you know, uh, not to pat you on the back too much, but you're legendary in some ways in that you tell the truth to people who don't understand the culture, especially what what a Christian worldview looks like. So when you engage and talk with um, young people who are are thinking about marriage, there's got to be a lot of kickback from that, a lot of blowback about the sanctity of marriage. Why should I get married? The value of marriage. I'm sure you've heard a lot of stories. Yeah, I mean, the shocking thing, uh, it's similar to the couple that I led to Christ, and he was angry at his best friend, who was a Christian, and, and said to him, um, I, I can't believe you never told me I was going to hell. <laughs> and he said, well, I didn't want to upset you. <laughs> There's nothing more upsetting than going to hell. <laughs> so you might as well tell the person the truth yeah. about this. You know, as my mother would say, I've told you the truth, and now you have to deal with it for the rest of your life. <laughs> So, you know, that, that, and it's shocking that something so simple as a man was designed to be married to a woman and have a covenant that binds them together, and that in that covenant they are to bear fruit by procreating. That's crazy that that's a shocking thing in our society. Mm-hmm. But it is, John, and, and I think that um, I think the tragedy is not that we say it and get kicked back, but that so many people aren't saying anything. Right. Uh, and and these are things that really need to be said. My my wife w- got, went to the hairdresser this week, and she met um, a, a wonderful girl, and she described herself as a Christian. And then she um, said to my wife that she had been ma- dating her boyfriend for six years, and that her mom keeps asking when they're going to get married. Now, the presenting question that I have is: Are they chased? Probably not. Probably not, right? So otherwise, you'd get married. Right. And then in the same conversation, said, yeah, my brother, you know, he just, he and his wife are never going to have kids. They just don't want kids. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if I'm talking to a non-believer and they get shocked, uh, it doesn't shock me at all because I, I assume they've never heard a Christian view of the world. But the thing that's more concerning to me is that more and more we have a kind of secular drift uh, in the church, and we have more and more Christian people who think that um, 
you know, really procreating is not really something that is part of the divine equation of marriage. Yeah. Um, so, of course, there are, are there complications, are there difficulties, are there moral kind of uh, outlying issues that you would want to take into account? Sure. Can everyone have children? No. Should everybody have children? I'm not sure. But, you know, when we teach as pastors um, this, what we call the Trinity, that um, God made you um, to flourish, and part of that flourishing, if you are called to um, a marriage, is to find a woman or a man, if you're a woman, and if you're a man, to find a woman, and then to enter into a covenant relationship where you have at least uh, the hope that you will be able to uh, bear an eternal soul that's going to last forever and ever. Mm-hmm. Reverend Joe Slocum is with us. We're talking about marriage. Um, what about those who don't marry? Um, talk about the role of the single person um, in society, but in particular in the church. Sure. I mean, the, the Paul gives us a picture of the church with probably five or six metaphors. One is the the marriage supper of the lamb, but he also gives us the metaphor of, of a building. He gives us the metaphor of a body. He gives us the metaphor of a vineyard. So um, there, of course, is a place for the single person in society. But even in that place, the single person would uphold and um, see the beauty and value of those who are called to and get to have the joy of marriage, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, so we, we, we aren't going to say, you know, we exclude anybody who doesn't get married. Uh, when, when You know, as, as a pastor who's mostly ministered to people under 30 for my whole career, you know, we talk about um, your place in the church as a person called to singleness and how you will be faithful in singleness. And when you find a spouse to be a person who then um, is faithful in marriage. So there's there's two sides of that coin. Neither uh, there isn't a third side that says uh, that you get to have uh, be a part of a hookup culture, or that you get to cohabitate without a covenant, or that you get to um, you know engage in in sexual relations, get pregnant, and then use the after morning pill that sits on the aisle right next to bubble gum uh, at the CVS. You know, that's just uh, an abhorrent idea. And yet it seems to become be seems to be something that's becoming more and more normative in society. Yeah. So what about, what about that, Jay? I mean, for, for someone like yourself, you've been pastoring, as you said, to people, you know, uh, under 30. Um, the, the culture reigns. And in your message, of course, deeply uh, countercultural, um, but at the same time, you're not afraid to, to preach the gospel and to have that conversation. Um, what, what's pushback like for you? I mean, people don't want to hear what you have to say, or do they? Um, yeah, there's, of course, pushback. Um, you know, that's Paul got pushback. He got, you know, the 40 stripes multiple times. He got thrown out of towns. He got beat up. He didn't do that because he was being obnoxious. Yeah. Um, he did it because he was preaching the gospel. So... Uh, you know, uh, my take isn't that I have got uh, – I don't stay up at night thinking about all the pushback I've gotten. I instead am the godfather of, you know, eight children, and I am invited to multiple birthday parties because I'm partially responsible for the yeah. birth of 
probably 75 to 90 kids because I told their parents when they got married, you know, make babies. <laughs> so that was worth, it was worth any pushback. You know, <laughs> it was really worth, it was worth, it was worth the pushback. Cause, yeah, yeah. You know, it's, Okay, so what? So Jay, what what about people listening to this show who are thinking, well, who is this guy to tell uh, a you know newly married couple that they should have babies? Well, I'm not the guy to tell them, but Moses is, and Jesus is, and Paul is, and uh, the tradition of the church that has upheld the canon of divine scripture is that there is a pattern in the world, and uh, the commandments are love god don't make idols don't blaspheme the lord honor the sabbath love your mother and father don't lie don't steal don't cheat don't commit adultery don't covet there are certain things that are established in the created order another one of those things which is embedded in honor your mother and father is that there is a such a thing as a family and that family is composed of men and women who beget children so you know i uh if if you're if if that you know curdles your milk i'm i'm sorry but that's a basic that's not even one of the difficult things no it isn't but at the same time the culture now is doing they're redefining family aren't they i mean polyamorous is a family and so kids are going to grow up you know um with you know four or five members of the same uh, you know family together right M- man and wife and wife and husband and all mixed together or I mean, it's just it's a topsy turvy thing out there jay i mean and so traditional views they're fading away in many ways especially here in the united states sure but what's the result the result is hubris the result is you know the mental health clinics are packed and kids are massively confused and everybody's full of anxiety over things that they shouldn't be full of anxiety over. Yeah, yeah. And we have a responsibility to tell people the simple truth. And it's not a truth that's that's even a difficult truth. A difficult truth would be take up your cross and follow Jesus, even mm-hmm. if it's into a leper colony where you can never come out again and you have to die in poverty. Um, that's uh, that'd be a difficult thing to tell people. But yeah. what we're telling people is, God made you for community. He made you for intimacy. He made you for a relationship that's protected, that's full of pleasure, and that begets another soul that lasts forever. And in doing that, you're going to be um, actually modeling the Trinity of God, which is a divine community. That's not bad news. No, it's not bad news. <laughs> No. It's not bad news. It's worth kickback too, you know. And I, I'm, I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm from the Episcopal Anglican tradition, so I've gotten, I've gotten beat up enough um, by <laughs> proclaiming the gospel in that environment, which is totally backwards, you know. Yeah, I'm okay with it. <laughs> That's Jay Slocum. Jay, uh, for people who are interested in more information about you, talk about um, the jobs that you have and what you're currently doing. Yeah, I, I run a, a restoration business. Uh, I restore uh, bicycles and repair bikes, and our, our motto is repairing a broken world one bike at a time. I'm also a, a, a pastor uh, at a Church of the Ascension uh, Anglican Church in Oakland, where I'm the curriculum developer for the children's ministry, and I minister to about uh, 90 kids every single week through puppets and through proclaiming the good news of the gospel to families. Fabulous. Well, Jay, you're doing great work. Keep it up. We need you. Yeah, thank you all. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. Pastor Jay Slocum.
I remember getting tacos for a quarter in high school. Today, taking my nieces out for tacos demands a quarter of a paycheck. Buying gas is a gas. Buying Gatorade takes financial aid. Buying clothes has me watching knitting videos. And I thought about cutting my own hair until I saw the price of safety scissors. It's Ryan from United Faith Mortgage, and prices are up everywhere, meaning the pressure is up for a lot of us. One thing that we're seeing a lot of listeners do to try to help is a cash-out refinance. Home values have gone through the roof, meaning most of us could cash out that extra value in our homes to use for life. I had a listener last week that was over the moon with her situation. She said she was going to use the extra cash to pay off all of her debt, do something special for her kids, and then just save the rest to fight these crazy price booms. If you're curious what that might look like for you, we are United Faith Mortgage. United Mortgage Court, Melville, New York. I'm listener 1330, Department of Banking, Mortgage Lender License Number 22672. If a super flexible schedule, great benefits, paid time off, and a signing bonus sound good, consider NAMS Transportation. NAMS has provided safe transportation to Northern Allegheny County and Pittsburgh seniors for over 40 years. Van drivers start at $17 an hour, sedan drivers at $14 an hour, plus a $2,000 signing bonus for part time drivers and a $4,000 signing bonus for full time. Must be 25 or older, no CDL required. Call 412-406-8611 today. At the Original Mattress Factory, we pride ourselves on providing the best value for your dollar. We hand-build our mattresses with the highest quality materials and offer them factory direct, which means you get a better quality mattress at a better price compared to mainstream brands. Our values are also at the core of who we are as a company. We strive for honesty and transparency at every step of the way so you can feel good about your purchase. Visit an OMF location today to experience the original Mattress Factory difference for yourself. The fight for the unborn is raging in our country. The Supreme Court has overturned Roe v. Wade, clearing the way for many states to ban or severely limit abortion. The debates have never been stronger. During this critical time, the award-winning film, The Matter of Life, cuts through the rhetoric and hatred and exposes the real issues surrounding the plight of the unborn. The Matter of Life. Stream it today at SalemNow.com and have your own life transformed as you watch The Matter of Life. Ask Alexa to play the word Pittsburgh to hear us there. We're on your Google speaker, too. Plus, iHeart, TuneIn, and on Odyssey. 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. You know that feeling? Like every door is closing and you just can't see a way out? Being unemployed, underemployed, or just out of school can feel like that. But when you find the right tools, suddenly everything just clicks. FindSomethingNew.org offers resources that help develop new skills, skills that can position you for careers in today's growing industries, from healthcare and manufacturing to cybersecurity and alternative energy. Find your path to a new career at FindSomethingNew.org. A message from the Ad Council. Tonight, expect a starry night. It'll be comfortable weather for sleeping. We'll reach a low of 55. Mostly sunny skies expected tomorrow. A pleasant day on tap with a high of 82. Clear skies tomorrow night with a low of 60. More humid Thursday with plenty of sunshine. We'll reach a high Thursday of 85. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. Does this make sense? Does what make sense? Cracker Jacks. Or Cracker Jack. Baseball season. It's mentioned in the song. Buy me some peanuts and Cracker Jack. You know, 
the last time I had Cracker Jack, mm-hmm. it was a, really a disappointment. Now, Is that I, because of what was happening in your life at that time, or was it the actual? No, the product okay. itself. Now, I like some caramel corn, but Cracker Jack, that's seen better days. Um, it's, it's just not a good mix. The peanuts are cheap, the cracker, the popcorn. I, I just didn't enjoy it. And I'm sorry to diss Cracker Jack, because I want to like it. But it doesn't make any sense to me anymore. Plus... It used to be, you know, you'd get a nice prize. You don't get a prize anymore. So it's kind of like gone for me. Does I that like, make sense? I like every the the old label. I like the fact that it's a classic snack. The dog and the guy. I like, the, I like all that. Yeah. The only thing I don't like is the taste of it because that's a subpar product. Yeah. There's okay, nothing There's nothing for me there, John. When's the last time you had it? Uh, recently. Like Rhea, yeah. About a year ago. Uh, Maybe less. At a ball? At uh-huh. the ball? Yeah, see, yep. you did the same thing Listen, I did. It's it's nowhere. What happened? I don't know. Give Why me would fiddle, they do that? Give me fiddle, fiddle faddle. faddle. Mm, that's you bring that. You give me a general caramel corn product. Yes, 100%. Cracker Jack has fallen on hard times, and I'm here to say that it's, that it's sad. Are they living on the song fumes I alone? I think they are. Because mm-hmm. we sing about it. And the, and the availability of such a thing. Take me out to the ball game, right? Okay. Does this make sense? 24-7 cable news. Okay, now look. I was hungry for some, you know, information about Roe v. Wade. That, you know, I'm watching Fox, CNN. MSNBC. One America. What? Bloomberg. Whatever. There's no news there. I don't see any news there. I don't. I just, I what? What's happening here? It, to me, it's like blovious opinion. Oh, on that's both exactly sides. what it and is. I'm like, I am with you. That does not make where's sense. Where's the news? That doesn't make any sense. It's not news. There's too much news. There's not enough news to get to 24 hours, seven uh, days a week. Well, And so we move into exactly what you called the bloviate sector. What is going it's, on? It, it's not helping any of us. No. I mean, if you can do a news channel, do a news channel. Make it news. Do some reporting. Tell me the story. Everybody has an opinion. That's all we're there for. I don't for. get it. I, I really, I never watch it. And then I was like, oh, I'll watch it. And I was completely disappointed and was like, okay, after 10 minutes, I went away. It doesn't make, doesn't any, make sense. any sense at all to me. Yeah, no, it doesn't. And sadly, either does Cracker Jack. WORD. This week on Insight for Living from Chuck Swindoll. No character trait needs more attention than genuine integrity. There's no pursuit more important for for you than the cultivation of your family. And there's no character trait more significant in all of life than integrity. Discover the life-changing lessons that emerge from the life of David. This week on Insight for Living with Chuck Swindoll. Tomorrow morning at 8 on 101.5 WORD. Community Market Days are back at Bedner's Farm and Greenhouse beginning this weekend. Every Saturday from 11 to 3, Bedner's has plenty to enjoy, including local goods and vendors, a food truck, live music, wine tastings, cooking and gardening workshops, DIY and kids' activities, and lots more. The pick-your-own fields are open and everything's in bloom. Take home a fresh-cut bouquet or some veggies for your table. 
Community Market Days going on now at Bedner's Farm and Greenhouse in McDonald. Visit Bedner'sGreenhouse.com. Parents are an extremely important part of their child's education. Kara Bell, principal at Jubilee Christian School in Mount Lebanon. We try to partner with parents and try to instill values that the parents want as well. We love to have parents come in and volunteer for activities, for recess, for lunch, to help out in the classrooms, field experiences once a month. We try to team so that we can meet the child's needs. Imagine, believe, achieve. Jubilee Christian School, K-7th through grade, now enrolling for the fall at jubileecs.org. The Mechanical Services Company, trusted. You can fix the big stuff, you can fix the small stuff. The Mechanical Services Company has fixed HVAC systems large and small for over 100 years for fair treatment, expert service, and affordable solutions 24 7 365. Find them online at tmschvac.com. The Mechanical Services Company, trusted, proven, preferred. Imagine tens of thousands of people from all across this city gathering just to pray. That's what's happening for Pittsburgh Praise, Sunday, July 10th. Believers from across Pittsburgh are uniting for a powerful prayer and worship event because we want to see the goodness of God filling our city and believers working together as one. Visit PittsburghPraise.com to register for free. See you at Heinz Field, July 10th at 2 p.m. for Pittsburgh Praise. Doors open at 1 p.m. We are everywhere on your radio at 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh at wordfm.com, the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. I love living in a rural community where neighbors help neighbors, even if we don't always agree on sports teams, politics, or the COVID-19 vaccines. We all have our opinions. Getting vaccinated is your choice, and no one can make your mind up for you. Talk to your health care provider about your questions to help make a decision that's right for you. GetVaccineAnswers.org has the latest information to help you decide. A message brought to you by the Ad Council. Last week there was a a giant tech expo in uh, Las Vegas. And this is one of the highlights of the tech tech expo. This is from an an article I was reading. Propped atop a bedside table during uh, last week's Amazon Tech Summit, an Echo Dot... You know what an Echo Dot is, right? Yes. Alexa was asked to complete a task. Quote, Alexa, can Grandma finish reading me The Wizard of Oz? Alexa's typical cheery voice boomed from the kids-themed smart speaker with a panda design. Okay. Then, as the device began narrating a scene of the cowardly lion begging for courage, Alexa's robotic twang was replaced by a more human-sounding narrator. Instead of Alexa's voice reading the book, it's the kid's grandma's voice, says Rohit Prasad, senior vice president and head scientist of Alexa Artificial Intelligence. Hmm. The demo was the first glimpse into Alexa's newest feature, which, though still in development, allows the voice assistant to replicate people's voices from short audio clips. The feature could make memories last. Echoes of long-lost relatives now speaking to you from the Alexa voice. How's Alexa getting that voice? Short audio clips that you feed into Alexa. So if you have videotape of grandma or grandpap, you play that for Alexa and say, Alexa, make this your voice. And then Alexa would speak to you like 
someone in your life who's no longer here, which would be super creepy and quite honestly, a little heartbreaking. But the technology they're saying will soon be upon us. That sounds like a terrible idea. For a you, lot of reasons, think? I would despise it. Can you imagine? My mom's been gone a long. My parents have been gone for decades. I, I don't. <laughs> I don't want to hear my mom from an Alexa speaker. Right. Right. I mean, but they're selling it. This is like a selling point. Do you remember uh, Natalie Cole, Unforgettable, singing with her dad? I do. This was a, this was the thing for a while, right. right? Right. Do you remember? What did you think of that? It's creepy. Okay. Right. So. In some weird way, the technology existed it 20 years that. ago. It reminds me of that. Which she was part of. I mean, she was alive. She's passed as well. Right. It's not hard to believe. Yeah. Um, both so unbelievable. Um, I felt at that time initially like it was creepy. But then it's a little different because they're both recording artists. Do you know what I mean? It made a little more sense. Right. I mean, if you grew up in the era of Nat King Cole. Right. You know, unforgettable. That, that, right. We've all heard that. It's, it's not like no song. one's ever heard that before. It's no. not, And it's not like we have Nat King Cole speaking to us through our Alexa speaker. You know, Nat, you know, pull up the returns for Ice Tea Maker. Right. Or, or mom, what's on my shopping list? And I'm going to hear my mom tell me to go buy eggs. Christy, do you have thoughts about this? It's a little weird. Okay. Well, so why are they going to sell it like this? Well, because everyone who's in, who's involved in technology tends to look at any advance as a good advance. Like the next big thing. Right. So if we can do it, we should do it. And I think that's how you get at a lot of these things. Well, it's kind of like a science fiction film in a way because replicating what, – what, what if they replicate your voice – like our well, anybody voice. Anybody could replicate our voices because right. there are, you know, a jillion hours of us. So all everywhere. of a sudden, you know, you're on somebody's Alexa, right? Wouldn't that be terrible? Horrible. Can you imagine someone choosing to hear, have like John and Kathy be their Alexa? Please. If they had me like no. in their GPS, I'd go, I'm lost. I'm lost. <laughs> I'm I have a, no again. idea. I'm sorry. And then I could be yelling at you. <laughs> I have no idea where we are. John! No idea. Don't turn here because I'm gonna. You'll be lost. Listen, John and I were invited to um, uh, this private prayer event in Pittsburgh about six or seven years ago, <laughs> and we. It was one of those events that started at six thirty, and of course we were on the air till six, so we were really going to be pushing it to get there. Yeah. And so we were listening to. The GPS. Exactly. We're listening to Siri tell us how we to get there. we were going to some... It was, a very, it was a, at a very nice country club. Yeah. It was a posh event. Posh. And uh, we listened to Siri get us there, except that Siri got us so lost we like and a... turned around and everything that we ended up, of course, missing the beginning. We were there late. But we were like on a road. You know how this happens. You've arrived at your destination. You, I'm like in Utah right, somewhere. Like where, <laughs> I'm where am I? I'm in like the forest with the wicked the, witch I of the don't West. See the prayer event. And if you were to been there, oh, we're not here. This is no. There's no prayer event here, right? So then we do. We arrive at the we prayer arri- event, and everyone's already assembled in the room. And we walk in the back, and people recognize us, and they say, "Oh, we're so happy you're here." 
and they usher us to a seat of honor at the front of the room. But our spouses, my wife, your <laughs> husband, are already there. They and never come to events like this. Never. For, for just this reason. Exactly. So we sit down. Everyone's praying. I forgot to turn off the GPS. And it starts to talk to me at the table. High volume because we had the phone jacked up so loud so we could hear all the wrong things that she was telling us. And we were so. It's a horrible moment. It was a really horrible moment. John is. You know that moment when you're when your phone's going off and you're like instantly you can't hold on to anything because you're trying so hard. You're dropping your phone. You're trying to pick it up again. You're. It, I I didn't even say hi to my wife because we were in the midst of praying. Spouses. Oh. We're appalled. So. The GPS. Now, can you imagine if the GPS was like your mom? I don't want to. No. That'd be the worst. Terrible. It's bad. Especially when we were very unhappy with Siri that night. Not as unhappy as our spouses were with us. (laughs) Tell you that. I don't know. I don't know. I I don't like it. I can't get. (laughs) Can you? Do you? Is this just me? I probably is. Do you have trouble like with the volume? Again, this is the same thing. Seven years probably have passed, and I'll get in the car and I want to play music and it won't work. Mm-hmm. Do you do that? Yeah. It's do you really struggle annoying. with that? So stupid. It, wait, the blue Chris, t- the- Christy, my kids don't struggle with this. I, it's a person of a certain age problem. I, do, oh, I go, uh, Siri, <laughs> okay. volume up. Okay, volume wait. up, and she'll go. It's up all the way already, John. It's, up, it's already loud. Tuna roll. But it doesn't. She calls me tuna roll. How did that even happen? Siri doesn't even call me John. No, I did not know that. That's my name. Tuna roll. <laughs> I'll get emails from, and it comes to tuna roll. What is that? John was somehow ordering sushi the I don't same think so. time he was sitting on the I don't phone. think so. Yes, that's exactly what else could have happened. I don't know. Anyway, so every time Siri talks to him, she calls him. Hi, tuna roll. <laughs> What? And I've tried to change it, like with a new phone. Still doesn't matter. I'm still tuna roll. <laughs> the worst. It's okay. So there it is. It's okay, a person it's not, of a certain age. It's also a car of a certain age, because the Bluetooth doesn't. I mean, the further apart in age your car and your phone get, the more problems you have. I guess that's where I am. I have a 2013 car, and I have like a 2019 phone, and it's a, like a disaster. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's meant to be. It's meant to help life, but it just makes it's things not. more difficult. And in my perspective, it's a humiliation. <laughs> well, clearly it is, and we're, ma- is. and we're making the most out of that. Good Coming up next, the thirty best Oreo flavors ranked what? and tested. We'll talk about it next. Wrap okay. up the show on the ride home. Clearly, this is a lighter, lighter segment here for all of you us. You think? Well, unless you're tuna roll.
When it's time to replace your roof, siding, gutters, and downspouts, entry doors, and, of course, windows, you can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwald. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for all your exterior home projects. Why pay double with some other companies? Windows R Us will always give you the best price on the best in-class products, backed by the best warranties in the industry, all with zero sales pressure. Speaking of zero, right now get zero interest financing for 12 months and no processing fee with prices set to increase on all exterior products. Lock in your quote today. Schedule a free estimate and inspection today at windowsarustpittsburgh.com. You've tried the rest, now try the best. windowsarustpittsburgh.com. As you know, our friend Mike Lindell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of your life. Now, Mike didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow. Now, Mike has done it again by introducing his My Slippers. For a limited time, you'll save $90 on a pair of My Slippers. And now, this blowout sale of the year will not last, so order now. Mike has taken over two years to develop these slippers. My Slippers are designed to wear indoors and out all day long, so they're super comfy. Made with my pillow foam and impact gel to help prevent fatigue for your feet. Made also with quality leather suede. These are my pillow slippers at their best. Call 1 800 391 Use the promo code WORD or go to mypillow.com. Click on the radio listener square. Use promo code WORD. Now, the offer is not going to last long, so order now with promo code WORD at MyPillow.com. 1-800-391-0954. Use the promo code WORD. Every search you make, every click you take, they'll be watching you. Are you tired of being tracked online? There's a simple solution. DuckDuckGo. It's an all-in-one privacy app with a built-in private search engine, web browser, one-click data clearing, email protection, and more, all for free. Download the app today and get the most comprehensive privacy protection with the push of a button. DuckDuckGo. Privacy simplified. Need new blinds or shades? Blindster.com offers custom-made blind shades and shutters shipped directly to you at prices less than big box retailers. Blindster blinds are easy to install and guaranteed to fit. And right now, save 45% off any order. Just use code RADIO at checkout. Blindster.com. 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh. On your smart speaker by saying, play the word Pittsburgh. And on your phone via the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. Delish.com is a fun site to go to. Hmm. It's all about food. You can find recipes there. You can find like the latest thing on food, news about nutrition, um, that sort of thing. And uh, they had a an Oreo article that I saw a few days ago that I just fastened onto right away because I love myself an Oreo. Me too. They're so delicious. Do you think they're America's favorite? Yes. Most and popular. For, and for good reason. Yeah. For good reason. Well, what's happened is this evolution of Oreos. Yes, for- which is which is what brings me to this topic. I'm glad you brought up the Very evolution. Nice. Is there are many, many varieties of Oreos mm-hmm. and Delish has ranked the thirty best. That doesn't mean they're only thirty. How many okay? are there? There are many, 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 many. Uh a hundred and uh wait. What? A mm. hundred? No. No, 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 no. Um looking I don't think they have a total number. I mean I just 
the regular Oreo, the double stuffed Oreo. Right. We're so far beyond that. The thin Oreo. Are you ready? Yeah. This is the bottom. Number 30. Okay. According to Delish. Okay. So we have to start with the birthday cake Oreo. Mm, I don't know. Okay. Fudge dipped Oreo thin bites. Sounds pretty good to me. Oreo mint thins. Oh, I like those. I do too. Now they feel like they they're not minty enough. That was why they were ranked so poorly. Well, if you eat twelve of them, there's plenty of mint. No, that's a good point. <laughs> Just saying. Uh, how about chocolate Oreo thins? Yeah, I'm for that. Okay, mm-hmm. I don't like that. Why? See? You like chocolate Oreos? Yes, I do like chocolate. Okay. You like the chocolate Ritas? Why wouldn't you like a chocolate Oreo? Okay, what about churro Oreos? What is churro? Churro. You know, it's like um, you know, it's like those long skinny cookies, you know. Oh yeah, you yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I would eat that. Okay. I mean, I'm like on 25 already. Peanut butter Oreo. Sure. Christy? Yeah, I'd have it. Have you seen any of these? I mean, oh, I've yeah. seen a couple. I've certainly really? peanut butter ones, yeah, always. I've never seen a peanut butter yeah. Oreo. Uh, what about red velvet Oreo? Yeah, yeah, sounds good to me. Really? Yeah, why not? That doesn't sound good to me. I don't feel like that should be a thing. Um, how do you feel about the Oreo Thin overall? Regard, I, I'm a big fan. Me too. Love it. You know why? Mm. You can chew more for fewer calories. <laughs> okay. It's, it's hey, just, whatever works. It's just more chewing. No, it makes makes good sense. I've had the regular, which I think is delicious. I think the mint is my favorite. I love it. Um, the the coffee cappuccino one no, no, total doing, disappointment. No, no, not doing that. Total I don't like coffee food. Period. What about? Do you like the mint Oreo in, in the regular quantity? You know, not the mint, but the regular size Oreo. What? So it's not thin. It's the regular Oreo, but it's but mint. It's mint. I can't say I've had it. Christy, I've also never had it. Oh man, it's delicious. Really? Chocolate peanut butter pie. Mm, like, like how, they say it's like a nutter butter. I don't think so. The spring Oreo. What is that? Well, like we're not really roll. sure. It's like, but it's bright yellow, and they said it's a really yummy cookie with a bit of a neon streak. I don't think there's a difference. I think I've had them. I don't know what that is. Dark chocolate Oreo. Yes, 100%. I've had those and I love them. Really? Oh, dark chocolate anything. But I'll, See, I I'm not a fan of those. What? I, I feel like it's too much of a thing. No, it's not. Nope. It can't be. Gingerbread Oreo. Nope. Not doing it. Christy? I'm not doing that either. No. Um, fudge covered Oreo. Uh, sounds like too much. Carrot cake Oreo. No way. Forget it. No. Listen, they say, Delish says, a delightful addition. Less artificial tasting than birthday cake and red velvet varieties. Mm. Carrot cake Oreo. That's enough of a recommendation. I might go for it. Caramel coconut. Oh, 100%. That's right up my alley. Mm. Caramel coconut. Are you kidding me? I'm doing that times 10. Apple cider donut. No, no, Mm. no. Apple cider donut. They said if Autumn had a taste, this definitely would be it. You imagine how fun that would be to work for Oreo. Yes. And like to be laying there in bed at night going, I'm thinking about Christy, I bet you'd like the apple cider donut Oreo. I don't know. Because it it would be like a- super folly. It would be like pumpkin spice latte. Yeah, I don't know. That'd be like something you'd see at the spring house. Mega stuff Oreo. Mega- how big is a mega stuff Oreo? Too big. A mega stuff. I feel like that's too much. I mean, <laughs> that's a lot. Pistachio. Yeah, I'd try that. Me too. This is a major favorite at Delish. They said, I can't believe how much we loved this mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. He said, seriously, there were notes about how much Italian grandmothers would adore them. Really? And pining over all the pistachio ice cream that people wanted to eat this summer. Oh, that'd be nice. Uh, the Lady Gaga Oreo. What is that? Mm-hmm. What's a Lady uh, Gaga? They're brightly colored... And it's a limited edition, and it's a golden Oreo, really, in disguise. 
Oh, I like a golden Oreo. Do you? Yes. Yeah. I am a huge the, the, yeah. fan of the golden Oreo. I, yeah, that sounds good to me. Golden is rivals the regular. The, I, That's yeah. how much I love mm-hmm. them. The most stuff. No. It's just like, what's mega? It's too much. It's more than mega. That's lemon great. Oreo. Yeah, 100%. So, do you yeah, like lemon? Yeah, oh, very much. No, you don't like lemon. I don't like lemon Oreos. Is that, is that a golden with lemon? Gold, it's, it's, well, it's like just lemon. It's oh, like better than 100%. golden. 100%. Uh, double stuff. It's too much. You think double stuff? No. No, I don't think That's double stuff is too much. That's what I buy every week. Really? It's double too... stuff is, according to Delish, the top rated Oreo. Really? It makes double me kind of sick. Like, too sweet. No, I'm, I'm here for double stuff. Is that the number one? That's the number one. Really? Yeah, I'm doing the thin. I'll do thin, but that gold is up there. John and Kathy, a production of Salem Media Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.